What's up, everybody? Welcome to a very special No Sick Days bonus episode. This is our first bonus episode. I know. I'm hyped. You should be fucking hyped. Damn. <laughs> we recorded the shit out of this stuff at Dream Hack. <laughs> we did. Yeah, so Chris is right. Um, we had our phone out, and or I had my phone out, and we were constantly grabbing clips from all over the conference center. Uh, some of it really sucks. And some of it's pretty funny. So we, we had a few moments also where we got to just talk about things. So it's kind of our initial reaction versus our elongated talks when we just had our podcast. Yeah, exactly. There were moments like end of day one, end of day two, you know, rolling in, rolling in at noon on day two and talking about where we're at, getting ready for games, you know, right after tournaments happen, right after things happen. Uh, we have a great lunchtime with Nick, Chris's brother, which we're deciding how we're going to censor exactly. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, yeah. Uh, so fair warning, there's all sorts of... Um, language. <laughs> language. I was, <laughs> was going to say butt blasting. <laughs> I cut that out. <laughs> we decided to censor it. All right. Um, anyways, uh, so yeah, check it out. Please enjoy. You will have so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, DreamHack 2018, go! So we're here at DreamHack Day One. This is Chris. So, I'm so excited. I don't know. Just I want to ease into it. I don't want to like come off going crazy all the all at once. Yeah. Well, you haven't. How many hours of sleep did you have last night? Like five. I thought you said you had one. No, one was the last tournament I went to. Oh, that's right. Houston. Yeah, that was really bad. Okay. I had like five hours, so I'm a little more awake. But I did really bad on low amounts of sleep. <laughs> and that's a low amount of sleep for me. So All day right. one. Yeah, day one. So we met up at the train this morning. Yeah, this morning. morning late yeah. morning. Right. We came we're, down here. We trained in, came up, got our got our lanyards. Uh, I almost didn't make it because uh, I couldn't figure out how to put my lanyard together. No, it was really sad looking. Really embarrassing. Uh, he did it though without I, my help. You didn't even. To, you didn't need my man, help. It's been it's been a minute since I've been to a gaming convention. Well. Now you're here <laughs> no. for the next two days. After no. This. no, I'm here. So we walked around the expo hall. That was cool. There's we talked games. to a few people. I saw the, was it Ma- Machiavelli? Machiavelli was the first one we saw. Oh, Machiavelli? No, Machiavelli? It was a play on Machiavelli's name. Sure. Machiavelli, I think. 
Yeah, the game was a RimWorld-esque game. You control monster survivors. You're chopping down trees, mining ore, building structures yeah. to maintain the ore. Presumably, you fight some sort of enemy because you have to survive. Your minions are like cute little zombies, I guess. Right. I don't know. That one's stuck in my mind for the ones I've seen so far. It was visually pleasing. It was pretty easy to play. <laughs> visually pleasing. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, those games don't usually look great. RimWorld looks not good. I okay. mean, I don't think. It's a game that's cool because of its systems, not because of the visuals. So stepping up the visuals is a nice experience, and monster-themed games are kind of new. Okay. I mean, right, it's not a common occurrence in the, the gaming world. Well, then we kept walking, and we saw the, uh, the rest of the indie game aisle, which included... Uh, the one I crashed. Yeah, you crashed that. You, <laughs> played, crashed you played Iron Oath. Yeah, you crashed it. It's a game I kickstarted and put $50 into. And you knew the guys. And right? I knew the guys. So I worked with them when I owned Shiny Loot. They used to be one of the developers. And we actually talked to another uh, set of developers who were making Pop Up Dungeon. Yeah, that looks interesting. It looked like it could be good depending on how they handle all the extra stuff. Yeah, I feel it's like. It's hard to say. Like, they have a good base. Yeah, Pop-Up Dungeon is gonna, it's the kind of game where it's gonna need a really, like, dedicated fan base, I think, to make it really sing. You know what I, I mean? Do, right, I do like all of the modular parts of it, and that's what you're maybe yeah, alluding to. That's that what I'm referring to. If they grasp it, and they hold on to it, and they release cool content for it, then yeah, it could be really neat. Yeah, but it seems like they were, seems like they were really relying on community-created assets. Right. Uh, yeah. They, but, you know... But you asked a good question. You said, well, how is this balanced? People are able to essentially create their own uh, powers and abilities and import them into the game and add their own artwork and everything. Uh, so you asked, obviously, the, the, the first question that comes to mind is, well, how is that balanced? And right. it sounds like they have like a skeletal structure of balance. It does. And There's some sort of numerical balancing where if you pick A, then you're going to get counterweighted by B. Yeah. So, you know, a really powerful ability is going to cost more, have a longer cooldown or whatever the case is. That could be, that could be neat. They, yeah. Uh, they made $100,000 on Kickstarter. I think you might want to talk a little bit closer, louder, a little bit louder, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they made about $100,000 on Kickstarter. Oh, shit. Just over that. Pretty good. They do have at least uh, enough of a base to yeah. get it started, right? And hopefully that'll help with their mod support. If you have dedicated fans, and you're obviously gonna have something that leads to people grasping that mod support because they're interested enough in the game to kickstart it. Yeah, that's a, that's it's a good start. That's, a, that's definitely a good start. Um, and then from there, we walked over to ran into your friend Jordan. Yeah, we ran into Jordan. We talked about Lightbringer. Uh, CCG that he's really really big into and he wants he's to play. there yeah at their booth so we'll play that we might give it a try maybe. Yeah, then. he's there the whole weekend so we can play it whenever yeah and he has the game so we can also play it whenever <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. like that changes because we're not at the convention uh, but then we're going after to... that we got lunch yeah well we first we went grab him Jordan and us went over the the free play arcade area, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Uh, they have a whole whole host of arcade games set up, all set to free play, which is a lot of fun. Right. Uh, we played some old school Mortal Kombat. Uh, we found an NFL Blitz 2000, which topical because we just talked Absolutely. about Blitz. All the colors were all jacked up on the screen. It's an old arcade. Very, very old arcade. Blitz was fun, though. Yeah, yeah no, it was super I fun. I had a good time. <laughs> it was still I totally would have played that for longer. <laughs> just as fun as it was 18 years ago. We just had that right at home. Yeah, yeah. I, played, I played a little Blitz. Uh, and then, then we went to get lunch, right? Then we got lunch. Yeah, we had some barbecue, and it was like... 
it's okay. It was mediocre. Yeah, that's all I've Definitely been. below reduce. We've already spent more time on it than it deserves. And then we watched esports. Yes. We watched PUBG. Oh, wait, 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 totally. We watched PUBG after lunch or before lunch? It doesn't matter in uh, the order. We watched PUBG, we watched Rainbow Six Siege, and we watched Starcraft, Starcraft too. too. Yeah. Uh, PUBG was probably the most fun. PUBG I had. was definitely the most fun. Yeah, that was actually really The spectator mode was really good in the game. Yes. You could clearly see everything that was going on. There was frequently a lot of action happening. Either you had a tense situation where somebody was about to kill somebody else, yeah. or it was setting up so that somebody might kill somebody else. Yeah. And then we had one of the one of the main uh, one of the I guess big celebrity players was Shroud. Shroud, yeah, Shroud really and Doctor Disrespect. I think we're playing on the same team. There was a guy named Two X Champion who I think is Doctor Disrespect. I think that's, yeah, that's what we're thinking. So they looked like they were streaming together. Yeah, Shroud were, played really well. They were Good. They were both really good. They didn't win the first game, the one that we saw, but, but they were really good. A, they were killing everybody. There was that one moment, I forget, the whole, was it Nibbler, I think? or Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, and the whole crowd started. So his teammate died early on, and he's all on his own, or she, I forget. Um, and they, it's, you know, the map is shrinking down. It jumps on a motorcycle at one point, and uh, someone's like trying to take him out, and he just launches off the side of a cliff and <laughs> soars through the air. And as long as the entire crowd's like, yeah. That was really <laughs> fantastic. Whole room broke It was <laughs> reminiscent of a Hunger Games Battle Royale type of show just without actual people dying. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and the other thing to talk about the commentators, um, I'm very surprised at they were how, really good. how good they are. Yeah. It's it, like things slow down and it's entertaining. They're still going. They're staying strong. They're keeping it funny. They're, the announcers for the other two were totally fine, but they weren't. Like they were their own show at PUBG. Oh yeah. Well, I couldn't. I couldn't hear the guys from StarCraft too. Yeah, I guess I that's think, fair. I think if we so in PUBG we kind of got good central standing room in the back for Rainbow Six. With, or, uh, yeah, Rainbow Six. We'll get to in a second. Yeah, but the StarCraft two when we ended up having to stand to the side and uh, could not hear the announcers, which I think would have helped. I couldn't. You're even, right. The guy with the uh, giant boom camera kept getting in my way. And, right. It's like, what are you doing, man? Your job? <laughs> Go away. <laughs> You're a bad person. Yeah. So what did you think about Rainbow Six Siege? I didn't think it was very fun to watch at all. The, it's kind of disorienting, right? It is disoriented with just switching back and forth between the overview and individual following the players. Yeah. All of the like tight corridors and sharp walls just made it really hard to orient yourself the entire map. And Rainbow Six Siege has these operators, which are the unique characters in the game. Mm -hmm. right? So they like League of Legends, there's different champions. So it's the same sort of thing, right? Yeah, I didn't pick up on that until you mentioned it. Yeah, it I just, just know that about the game. I wouldn't have really noticed yeah, otherwise. Because it doesn't seem to have any bearing. Right. Yeah, and it was, and I eventually was able to pick out when they were panning to the characters, they had their weapon, their two weapons, and they had their side two weapons or utility items. And so those were obviously a big part of what the classes are. Maybe they also have other stats, I don't know. Yeah. Nonetheless, it didn't really, like, when you see something in League of Legends and you see the same characters being used over and over, you get a feel for what they can do, or at least their big play potential. From what we were watching, I never really got a sense of what the big play potential was for any of those characters, other than the guy who kept grenading other people. Yeah. But we've seen grenades in other games, so it wasn't was that it the same guy who cool? dropped a grenade through the floor? Yeah. Like, that was pretty cool. That was, that was definitely So a bomb had gone up earlier. So one of the... One of the the things I enjoyed about Rainbow Six Siege is uh, how destructible the levels are, which I remember when it was, was launched, that was a big deal. Right. Um, but to see it in action and be see it used so well, like people would open up these holes through walls that would 
they would open up these really crazy lines, which as an observer was very disorienting because it's hard to keep track of where they are and what they're looking at. Um, but, you know, when they slow down just long enough to have these ridiculous sight lines through the level and take people out um, many, many doors down, that was cool. And like, the, so for example, that grenade, the grenade I got earlier put a hole in the ground and you know, catch rolls a grenade through it. <laughs> that was really cool. Take somebody out. Yeah. My other complaint with it is it felt like the rounds were between three and five minutes long on average. And it felt like half of each round was just setting up the round. Yeah. So it's fun if you're playing. Yeah, so it's fun if you're playing because you're doing something. Like that's an important part of the game. Yeah. But as an observer, I didn't find it very interesting. I mean, maybe if I was like a hardcore Rainbow Six Siege player, it'd sure. Be cool, but I, I'm not. So. But PUBG, I don't even play it anymore. And yeah, I have played it, but it didn't really have any bearing on my spectator yeah. status. I thought it was genuinely a fun thing to watch. I mean, I've, I've never played it. I played it on mobile right. once or twice. Yeah, that's it. and that's nothing but really. It was, it I mean, still super fun. But well, then also, I gotta set the scene. It's pub, the, the setup for PUBG is ridiculous. Yeah, we'll post, we'll post pictures. Yeah, it's, I took some pictures. It is a two-tiered. Uh, there, there's eight, eighteen, or there's eight uh, like cubes on right. each side. So sixteen of these like kind of enclave, you know, enclosures. Enclosures, yeah, on each side, and each enclosure contains uh, four computers. Right. So you've got every. So there's sixty-four people. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's playing there. So you got 64 people all set up in this massive thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then they've got a giant screen in the middle showing, you know, wherever the, the spectators are controlling. And then this is one of the few games where they actually have the commentator booth, like, right out in the middle of the floor. So they're, they're, when we walked past the second time, I think they'd gone back to wherever the secret commentator layer is. <laughs> right. It's definitely a commentator layer. There is somewhere. a commentator layer. I think it's behind the curtains. I think it's up in a weird room in well, the back. We'll find out, maybe. They're like a secret lounge they have. <laughs> but They're not real people, But actually. they weren't there the, the second time. But the first time, they were right out there in the middle of the floor. So it's kind of neat to see. All right. Well, i got to get to a personal thing. This is a... Uh, you're going to stick around for a bit? I'm going to stick around. I'll probably practice a little Tekken or Dragon Ball or something. Yeah. I'll probably just walk around. I'm not going to stay here more than an hour and a half. Okay. And then tomorrow, what time do we need to be here for Tekken 7? Uh, well, you've got your pool match on your phone or... If you check into your account, I Tekken haven't. starts at 12. Okay. You can. You have <laughs> the capability. Okay. My match for Tekken is, is at 2, but okay. I have Street Fighter at 10 and Dragon Ball at 12. So I'll be here at 10. All right, I'll probably get here at 10 too. Um, and I actually need to figure out kind of where it is. I assume it's basically where we were in that fighting game area. Yeah, there's, there's a whole fighting game. Uh, it's the most logical place for it to be. It's got to be. Yeah. Right? Because they, they already have the PlayStation set up there. There's people playing Tekken and Dragon Ball Street Fighter. I'm sure that's right. So, if you notice, each, each section had a number sitting on top of it. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure once you're actually going to say, hey, you're going to be playing it. You know, right. Whatever. four or something. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Uh, well, Perfect. End of day one, almost, for you at least. Yeah. Did you have a good time? I did, man. So that was that first that first PUBG thing. Was, that was like the first moment, I think, that I felt like I was getting the real... You know, real game convention experience. I agree. That was the highlight of the day. Yeah. Yeah. All it was right. A lot of fun, though. Cool. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Yep. Bye. This like loves guilty gear. I'm just gonna start recording anyway. Uh, the setups are by the console free play into the Xbox. So we did pass it. We just didn't see it. So Chris is currently did trying to somewhere? trying to locate. Uh, which, which game is it again? Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear. Yeah, and we're also here with Nick, Chris's brother. What up, what up? That's Nick. <laughs> uh, and Chris is taken to watching the, the Twitch stream. Yeah, He's I'm asking Twitch to find its location. <laughs> so I'm trying luck. to find out where <laughs> the Guilty Gear 
setup is for the convention that we are at. I'm asking the internet for where the local thing is. We even, we even stumbled it's into the, the Hearthstone. Hearthstone? The Hearthstone? Hearthstone? Yeah. I really just wanted to shout at all of them that it's random. It's RNG. Yeah. Your skill is meaningless. You're all scrubs. Play a real game. You're playing you're like like any uh, game that's in the main room. To be fair, that's probably why they push them off into their own room. Yeah, because they're all like, You don't want your kind mixing with the rest. Oh, it's all disgusting. Every player <laughs> in every game in that main hall, I have respect for. Well, uh, we're currently across the street at a place called Austin Taco Projects, where we're gonna we're drinking beers and having some tacos. Yeah, it's pretty good because it's dinner it's time. Works. Yeah, we need a, we need a break from watching esports all day, but absolutely, I think we'll take a moment to talk about Tekken Seven at least. Yeah, the whole day. Yeah. Let's do let's start with Tekken Seven because yeah. all three of us played Tekken. Yeah, we'll see how far we got. Yeah. So who do who should go first? Let's, I don't know. I'll go first. They I go got first, yeah. I got butt blasted. <laughs> Man, let me tell you. Do a Tell us how you really felt. Go on. Just haven't put. Uh, honestly, I need to put more effort into it, and haven't been doing that because of work. Yeah. Fried chicken down. Yes, sir. Yeah, tacos have arrived. Tacos have arrived. Alright, where was I? I appreciate that. You got butt uh, blasted. Butt blasted, yeah. Uh, so I played Fang. And. Who <laughs> <laughs> eat that? <laughs> Alright, we're gonna pause while we eat. We'll be right back. Alright, there you go. So, Shellis. Uh, back to the butt blasting. Um, tell us about the butt blasting. <laughs> yeah. So I play Fang, and I was going to get to King. I'm like, alright, yeah. King. Free comment online. I can break his throws. Nope. Can't break his throws. Uh, don't crack. This is this is the lesson what happens when... Oh, yeah, you got to face. Oh, you got to face that. Face the actual mic. That's not going. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> this is a cautionary tale in... <laughs> Trying to rely on previous practice and then letting yourself get rusty. Um, no excuses, but uh, <laughs> the first king I played uh, made me his uh, team mom. <laughs> um, so that was fun. A lot of a lot of giant swings, a lot of uh, Tijuana twisters, and. <laughs> Great, great, great time. It's like being at a bar with all these alcohols. <laughs> yeah. King, King's a great character. Luchador yeah. tradition is a great thing. Oh, I love that character. Right, so King crashed you and then you played someone else. I played uh, Miguel. All right. A lot of Miguel in the tournament. There's a lot of Miguel in this tournament. Miguel and a, King. I think a new character in Tekken 7. Yeah, he's a new character in Tekken 7. Miguel and King are combined at least a third of this tournament. Probably yeah, more. Yeah, it's the least team. It's been at least a third of the tournament. Probably, yeah. probably half, actually. Of all the games I've watched, are at least half the characters yeah. played. Although, I haven't seen any kings in the top 16. I've seen Miguel's. So. Uh, I've seen a lot of Miguel's. So, so you get people who can break his throws. Right, yeah. So king, not, not as good long term. For you looking to master Tekken. <laughs> the, the three of you. And, uh, so I did play a second game against Miguel. And, um... Yeah, he taught me how to play skin flute real well. <laughs> um, <laughs> so much. Yeah, so creative. So, uh, <laughs> that was a great time. Um, was it? You'll get a you'll get a little bit 
elaboration on this layer because Chris Chris played Miguel's too. Uh, basically, similar problems both ran to getting wrecked by his uh, his was it Snake Dash? Uh, whatever that low is, it's not like Snake Dash, but it's just a low attack where he spins around and he knocks your ankles out from you. We're using his hands. This is a sweep attack that's common in tech, and most characters have a sweep attack. The counter to it is it's really slow, so you should have time to react to it. It's uh, about half a second, which seems really fast, but it's actually you have a lot of time to react to it. So yeah. you should get in a situation where you can block it and do a lot of damage. But that failed for a lot of people. Yep, that failed for me for sure. And um, so, you, so you ended up losing your two games. Lost my two but, games. Yeah. I took you know the high five maybe. Took 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 some rounds off, but uh, you know. Ultimately, I don't know if I'm using the terminology right here that we can find, but... Um, um, yeah, it's a uh, uh, round so we're, game. We're going to say, set, yeah, round, round set, set match. match. Round set match. Round set match, yeah. So we're saying a second... Oh, God. The second set is a best of five rounds. So first to three rounds wins a set. And then you, the first person to win two sets wins a match. Yeah. 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 So it That's says, right. There's our terminology. It says fight. Right. That's a round. Yes. And first to, first to three rounds wins the set. Right. First to two sets wins the match. Right. Yeah. When it says get ready for the next battle, 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 battle. battle. <laughs> That's a set. All right. <laughs> Uh, do you want to go next? Sure. Oh, yeah, please. <laughs> so, Tekken is a game I've been playing the most. I've, with lots of podcast recordings, talked about a lot of Tekken. Yeah, Tekken. you've been hyping this and up now. I've been, I've been pretty excited. So, my goal was to do pretty much what I ended up doing. I won sort of three games. Uh, really, only won two. One was a DQ and somebody didn't show up. But I wanted to do better than I did at Texas Showdown. And I did one win better. And I also just played better. Every game I lost, I was actually competitive in. Yep. Whereas Texas Showdown, the two uh, matches that I lost, I got obliterated. <laughs> so I feel a lot closer to some level of skill that makes me happy. Some level of skill where I can get in the top 16, 8, whatever. Uh, the, you know, problems that I ended up having were just due to characters whose moves I hadn't seen very frequently. Tekken has a really big element of knowing what other characters can do, and it's just tough to really advance if you play the character who you don't have a lot of experience against, and that's what ended up happening. So, next up for Tekken is actually probably not to play Tekken, to play some of the single player games in my backlog, but then go back to Tekken and just play more, and just get more experience. That's all there really is to it. You kind of got, you kind of got beat down by a Miguel in the last. Yeah, Although you took, a, you took a few rounds. I, I took think. a few rounds. So I lost 3-0 the first uh, match, but then I lost 3-2. It was 2-2. Yeah. And then lost a close final round. You're starting to figure him out, but he kept going low on you. And, yeah. and I wasn't doing the proper move. And when I did counter it, I did the wrong counter. So I just was being a little bit aggressive on what I was trying to do yeah. after blocking him. And right. a lot of that, I mean, it just comes down to experience. So throwing the frame dead again. I didn't, on the shop right. Like I was you know, saying to uh, John and Nick, I don't see very many Miguel's online. So it's very weird to see so many at this tournament. I assume because Miguel is a Spaniard. That some of that translates to approximately to Mexico here. <laughs> I, I think that's legit. There's oh. also more kings, and he's a luchador. Oh, okay. I mean, and Lucio, and yeah, he's a super sweet character. And Lucia is like a really cool, awesome, like 
authentic Mexican tradition you don't really see in a lot of fighting games, I feel like. Right. I mean, when you're playing a fighting game, you gravitate towards a character sort of randomly to start with for the most part. So something that's at least kind of relevant to nationality and that, like... At least they speak a language that is similar. Yeah, I mean, you kind of gravitate. You gravitate towards Claudio initially. And I, yeah, I started with Claudio, who's Italian. So I mean, there's you pick sort of these somewhat arbitrary reasons because I don't know any better. I may as well try this out, and if I don't like it, there's another character. Yeah, you got some cultural identification with that character, so it makes you it's something you can identify with that character before you really understand their movesets, anyway. Exactly. Sure. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of cultural context that plays into. Having a much higher level of play. Miguel also doesn't play very much on the pro level. Like, yeah. I don't see very many uh, no. Japanese or Korean players playing him. So okay. I do think there is some of that to danger. Nonetheless, I had a good time playing second. I'll be better at it whenever the next tournament is. Maybe next okay. week, Matt. Why I play Fang, I've always wanted to be a Shallon Monk at some point in my life. <laughs> of course. But I work in finance now, so you know, I'm just slowly working my way up towards yeah. a Shallon Monk. So, well, John, what was your tapping experience? Your first fighting game tournament? I know. So as a reminder, I last week uh, I trained for just under an hour with Chris on Tekken 7, having never played it before in my life. I haven't played a Tekken game in a very, very long time. Right. To the point where you may as well never play one. <laughs> but I wouldn't entirely... I mean, yeah. I, When I played it, yeah. when I started playing, I was like, it doesn't matter that I played it, played Tekken 3 or whatever. I didn't put in any time. It's anything besides pressing buttons. Yeah, I mean, I've played a lot match. of fighting games, but I haven't played... Right. Uh, so, my character was Katarina. Ultimate fan service. Katarina. So hot. Absolutely. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, I walk up, I walk up to this area. I've never played in one of these before, so to give you kind of set the scene, they've got like two tables, and each table has four consoles on the table, right? right? So eight games are going on at any given moment. And they've got two guys who are kind of coordinating the tournament. Everybody's just sort of standing in a big crowd, and somebody's like, all right, here are the next two people that are up, and you're playing at this spot. The next two people are up, you're playing at this spot. So finally, my turn came up, and he's like, all right, you and the guy, I thought I was going to get a DQ win the first first right. game because he hadn't shown up yet. Yeah. But he called, called my name, and then the guy was there, and so we sat down. Um, and I leaned over, and I was like, hey, man, just so you know, uh, my friend entered me into this tournament. I've only played it for, like, an hour. I don't know how to play this game. And he's like, oh, and I picked Katarina. He's like, all right, you know what? I'll pick Katarina, too. This will be fun. Okay. And I was like, cool, cool. And I figured this is going to be it. So remember, my goal is to win one... What set? One set. Yeah, one set. One, one best of five rounds. One best of five rounds, yeah. I wanted to get to three rounds and win a set. That was my plan. So we start playing... Um, and I immediately start kicking his ass. <laughs> like, wrecking shots. I'm a really good teacher. Yes. <laughs> really good. I'm not going to lie, dude. I, and I seriously did... St- so, I think part of it was I was very relaxed because I didn't give a fuck. I figured I'm going to lose. So, I was very relaxed. Uh, he, was, he was nervous. And I actually, st- I actually started easing off because I started <laughs> feeling bad. I was like, this guy came all the way to this tournament, and then some asshole leans over and says, hey, I've never played before. And he's like, oh, cool, let me just pick a character that I'm not used to. Let me go easy on him. thought you tricked him. Yeah. <laughs> so I started easing off on him for a bit, and I, I, literally, I literally just like played it, so I only beat him not too bad. <laughs> So bad. I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah. So I won two zero on that one. Like I think he made two. I think I think I, I think I gave him two rounds. Just to let him feel good. 
just to make you feel good. <laughs> okay, okay. So that was pretty cool. So at this point, I'm like feeling a little better about myself. I'm like, all right. And the truth is, I did stick to the the two or three combos he recommended. I stuck to the. I managed to pull off a few rage attacks, which was nice, which are tricky. Especially you did a lot of damage if you yeah. catch them looking. Um, it was also around this point that a guy walked up behind me, patted me on the shoulder. I turned around and he goes, "Hey, man, I'm a pro Katarina player." I'm like, okay, so let me give you a few tips. And then he starts saying, left, up, down, down, forward, one, one, left, forward, right, forward, four, 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 three, two, up, two, back. And I'm, like, I'm just like staring at him. My eyes are getting wider and wider. And I didn't really know how to tell him that I have no fucking idea what he's talking about. I've only played And he's just like, yeah, you're doing a whole lot of like snake attack or something. Snake dash. Snake dash. He's doing a whole lot of, and you should follow that up with four, three, up, two, left, two, two. So finally, I'm like, dude, I, I said, I really appreciate what you're telling me, but I don't understand anything you just said. <laughs> Not gonna remember it. And he's like. I was like, wait, I know the 444 thing. He's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, I, I got it. He's like, cool, awesome. He's like, thanks. <laughs> so he walked away. He's <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to help. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. That's cool. I, a, lot, a lot of people, I think, are pretty nice about, especially if they're not involved in a game with you. Yeah. Like, hey, this is something you can try. I noticed that. Well, Everybody was incredibly friendly. Even people I was playing games with, like, we were having fun. Like, it was, you know, we were... In between in between rounds or matches or sets, so, you know, we're, we're talking. Still a good time. So every, I was surprised about how surprised how friendly everybody was. So, oh, cool. yeah. uh, so then this takes me to my my second match, right. which uh, now I'm getting. I think I think I fucked up because I started getting a little confident and a little nervous. Cause now yeah, because you won a game. I won a game. I yeah, won a, won a match. match. Yeah. And so uh, this one I ended up losing, but I lost two to one. So I actually won a full set against You were in contention. Yeah, I was in contention. I was starting to get... So what I think happened, though, is he... I started getting stuck into, like, ruts. Like, I get into a pattern. I have to remind myself, okay, break out of this attack pattern, try a different attack pattern. Break out of this one, try this one. Um, and he was adapting very quickly. So by the end of it, he had adapted to pretty much everything that I could do. The very limited set of moves I had. And he was countering everything before. That's why you play those so that you give everyone enough time to kind of yeah. play style. Makes I, sense. But I, I think the only reason I even won that won that second that one one even one set was because I had not used the rage attacks in the first set. And so when I started busting them out in the second one, I literally because I just forgot about them. And then I was like, oh yeah, that's a thing I can do. And uh, it, it caught him by surprise, so I managed to get two of those off, which definitely won me those matches. They do a lot of damage. So the rage arts, when you hit them, uh, do about a third of your life. Yeah, I KO'd, I KO'd him on one of those. It's kind yeah. of a fun comeback mechanic in Tekken. So then uh, I lost that, got kicked to the loser, loser's bracket, and uh, I lost 0 to 2 there. By then, I think all the new. Were those games close, or was it no. pretty one sided? No. no. I got stopped. Because like, sometimes the 2 0 doesn't really tell the whole story. Well, the whole story is I got destroyed. You got stopped. <laughs> so that is the whole story. Yeah, I was reminded that we, I have only it. played for an hour. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Your efficiency is very good. Um, you should probably play for eight hours, then you would win the tournament if you can keep up the same pace <laughs> of, uh, of game winning. Well, hey, isn't this the beginning of us going pro? That's the idea here. All right, and then done. Play a month to be ready for you, though, apparently. <laughs> All right. Um, let's let's call, let's call it here for now for the second set. We got a lot more to talk about. We 
Chris played. Chris, y'all played in Nick. We played in Dragon Ball Fighters, and then I played in Street Fighter, and then we all watched StarCraft together. I watched a lot of StarCraft today. We also watched a little bit of the Tekken Seven Top Sixteen. Yeah, we did watch. We watched the finish up those rounds. Yeah, watched watched your nemesis that you almost beat. Yeah, the guy who beat me knocked me out of the tournament is in the top eight now. So I'm rooting for him. He's actually in the top eight. He's in the top eight, and. Every time he wins, I just tell myself that that could have been you. Yep. <laughs> but yes. I do at least have somebody to root for now, so it's fun. I, I sadly got to watch the uh, only American player get, well, the last American player get knocked out of the StarCraft 2 tournament. I'm sad about that. So. Even if I don't watch StarCraft 2 that regularly, you guys yeah. get a USA. That's and why I'm going to declare my candidacy for <coughs> StarCraft 2 Pro League right now and <laughs> work on redeeming the American pride. <laughs> You're here first, folks. Fantastic. All right. We'll let you know how that turns out. The first of a legend. <laughs> right here. All right, well, uh, we're probably going to record one more time tonight yeah, to kind of get caught up on everything else. Want beer? Yeah, I definitely want another beer. Um, can I get a... Uh, can I get a fish can ham, please? Okay. You good? Uh, I'll do the same. Same flavor? Uh, the two-hearted? Yeah, that was yeah. two-hearted. What about you? I'm good right now. I'll we'll get some water. Yeah, I'm good. Appreciate it. Yeah, why don't we head out after this beer? That sounds good yeah, to me. Yeah. I'd like to watch the next tournament. All right. Well, we're Oh, yeah, we're still recording. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta be. We're probably be cutting this out, but... Not. Well, we're going to uh, drink these beers and head back over to the uh, convention. And we'll check in later tonight. All right, fun times. Sweet. Stay classy, podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Find out where that game, the game's at. Yeah. Guilty yeah. Gear. Guilty Gear. Apparently, we walked by it. It's at the console free play area. Did you actually get advice from Twitch chat? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wait, we were... <laughs> we walked by it somehow, but I don't understand the hell it is. Maybe it's behind it? And, like... We did not... We didn't We didn't circumvent that didn't, entire area. Right. We haven't really dug into that back corner. Right. So maybe it's there and there's a tiny setup? Yeah. I assume that's where Blaze Blue is going to be, which is what I actually wanted to watch. Yeah. So guilty here. <laughs> so did I, I tell you about my story at the Monster Lounge? So remember, when I, remember when I went yeah. to go get a Monster Energy drink and why I didn't come back for a while? Right. So I get there, and uh, first of all, there's this huge line at the side, and there's some dude, I assume he's like a, a famous esports player, and he's signing pictures of himself. Okay. He's got his photo of him, and he's signing and giving it to people, and they're right. all taking photos, and I was like, all right, that's something funny. <laughs> that's funny. So then I walk up to the, uh, to the sweet Monster Energy Drink Lounge. Super sweet. I know. And I get myself a Monster Energy Drink. So I start walking back out, and the lady starts shouting at me, hey, you got to drink that inside the lounge. Oh. So yesterday, thank you. Unlike yesterday, where we just took it out of the lounge. Yesterday, we just walked out. And, uh, I guess yeah, so she saw me put in my backpack, and was like, never again. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So I got, I got, so like, you have to hang out here. I'm sorry. Really <laughs> then she apologized for it. Yeah, so she's like, you have to hang out here. I'm sorry. And it's like she felt bad about making me stay in this Follow room. the rules. I was like, all right. She's just doing her job. I know. It's just, it was like, is it, is it the lounge that bad? 
<laughs> we only play Rainbow Six Siege here. <laughs> yeah, that's all they play. You're gonna watch this. Yeah, so I go in. It, it was all right. I mean, there's music playing. It was actually crowded, full of people. Who realized cool. they couldn't okay. leave? They were all trapped. It's really crowded, man. It's all the Monster Energy drink you can drink for free. Was nice. You just have to sit there. I mean, you have to give up your time in captivity. <laughs> yeah, so I just. So I got that's up, worth I, it to you. To I, do it. I texted Aaron a bunch. Yeah, it's not about seven bucks for a monster. Yeah. So, shit, <laughs> how much? How much your time work to use this? What that comes down to? Alright, we've begun the hunt okay. for Blaze Blue. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Catch you later, Nate. Me if you can't find us or okay. Alright, Chris, what are we looking for? Blaze Blue We're Central Kitchen. On the hunt for Blaze Blue. This current Blaze Blue game until Tuesday. Our last attempt to find it ended up, ended up, ended up with us being in the Hearthstone Hall. That was awful. <laughs> it was a very bad that time. Was, that was tied for the worst thing in this whole experience <laughs> so far. Yeah. Those poor people. I mean, I don't know if I feel bad for them. They chose God. their fate. They chose their fate. Those. Let's be real. Those poor bastards. Oh yeah, there's also yeah. So the top twenty-four for Dragon Ball is also happening now. Right now. You can watch yeah. some of that as a fallback. PUBG so, is also good. We're closing in. So basically, this is still uh, still Saturday. So most of the tournaments are finalizing their last like eight, sixteen people. Yeah. And all the championships are oh, happening. This is the dude tomorrow. who beat me. Oh, it's on right now. He's, he's beating. He's actually losing. Oh well, I just missed Go to watch the rest of the match. No, I know it's all plays out. Okay, I don't actually. Listen. No, I want to see the top eight of the other things. All right, find it. we're walking past the Tekken Seven spot right now, which is pretty cool. Now we're walking past the giant sumo sphere. I don't know thing. where this thing could be. I see VR free play. I see the free play arcade, which is pretty cool. I see a whole shop for weird anime flags that I, I, I don't understand. They're, yeah, they're it. like the Shogun banners, you know? You stick out to say, hey, this is where I I mean, in one sense, I understand the words you're saying. In another sense, Not so much. I don't I don't get it. Arcade free play. Uh, this does not look like... I don't. I don't understand where this thing Okay, just, just real clear, the VR section has exercise bikes and virtual reality helmets. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Why not? It's virtual reality. That sounds like exercise. It's called fun. Don't you love fun? This is all... This is all free play, like computers. This is the free play area. Alright, we'll be back in a minute. Alright, so we found it. Chris, what's the problem? They don't actually have a projector or an audience or <laughs> CDs. It's just in a random computer station. It's just too, it's really shitty. To be actually. clear, it's two kids sitting in a computer playing it by themselves. <laughs> they don't care that there's a tournament. <laughs> this, this is a pity tournament. Like, guys, I guess we'll throw we you a bone. We spent so much time trying to find it. Yeah, we know what the problem is, is that nobody fucking cares. <laughs> no one gives a shit. Oh, uh, we should have uh, got to find those two kids and be like, hey, we really want to watch you play your game. <laughs> just touch them all the time. Alright, well, we're gonna go find something else to do. Why don't we maybe go to PUBG? We're gonna go check out PUBG. I think they're having a large uh, clan four on four, yeah, four team do. squad tournament coming up here in a second. We're 
efficient? All right, we've reached the end of the day, day two. We've been here for 11 hours. It's a lot of hours. Yeah. Chris, what are you what are you doing currently? Uh, going to play one round uh, or so of Dragon Ball Fighters with DLC characters. Hey, he's got them both. Yep. And then go home probably and go to bed. Yeah, been here for a while. It's about it's about time. So recap of today. There's lots of stuff to do at DreamHack. Who knew? Yes, we already talked about the Tekken Tekken stuff. You played a few other tournaments today. I played Dragon Ball Fighters and Street Fighter V. And I did better Dragon Ball Fighters than last time. I played a tournament, which was good. I won two games and lost two games. One of the guys I lost to is probably a top four or top two person here. Something like that. It's only top eight because the top eight is going. And then... Uh, the other guy last year just dominated me. <laughs> yeah. Dragon Ball is a game that is very tough to uh, overcome skill differences. Yeah, things I've noticed between Dragon Ball Fighter Z and or Fighters, Fighter Z. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Fighters. Yeah, like, yeah, you don't pronounce it Z. Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, in Tekken Seven, is Dragon Ball Fighters. These matches go on for a long time, and. Uh, Super fun to watch because it does a great job of blending, you know, traditional you know, two D fighter game with essentially watching. Right, it's like watching Ball an episode yeah. sort of a Dragon Ball. It's they, pretty crazy. They throw in all these sort of like actual animated mo- moments that seamlessly blend into the game. It's really cool to watch. Yeah, absolutely worth checking on YouTube if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I think we're gonna make a point to watch the finals tomorrow, right? Yeah, we definitely want to watch the finals. Yeah. And then uh. I spent a whole lot of time over at the StarCraft II WCS area, World Championship Series. Yep. Uh, I got to see the last American in the uh, in the tournament called uh, So Sad Neeb. He got wiped Neeb. out. Yeah, zero to three. Not good. They're not even really close. No, which is surprising. He's supposed to do well. There's a couple of, like upsets. Uh, and then I got to, we watched a couple of the matches, uh, Zerg on Zerg, Protoss on Protoss, and then we got to see a Terran on Zerg near the end, which is exciting because I've always wanted to watch a Terran player uh, live. Usually you see Zerg or Protoss. Really? There's just yeah. not a lot of Terran pro players or what? Not that I've seen, really. Like, in this tournament, it's mostly Zerg and Protoss. And like, Interesting. But we got to see this one Terran player. It's this guy from Mexico by the name Special, yeah. and he's been training in Korea. So he plays Terran like a Korean would play Terran, basically. He was pretty good. He was really good. I mean, they were both good. Yeah, yeah, they're all very, very good. Right, like, no question, they're all pretty darn good. Yeah, but he took the, he ended up taking the whole thing, uh, three, three to zero, and is now the last North American player in, uh, Lesson Tournament. So tomorrow he'll be the only North American player in a championship. Yeah, and they're gonna be at top eight tomorrow? What is, you know, top eight? We finished up top 16 today. Uh, and then I played Street Fighter and got my butt whooped. There's really not much to say other than That's what I may or may not play a lot of Street Fighter. It may not be the game for me. It's hard to say. <laughs> not not just because of that, but they're, Street Fighter is a very time-intensive, not time-intensive, but like you have to press the button at the right time. Yep. There's not a lot of leeway for input error. It's very precise. It's very precise. Timing. And a lot of the game is like hitting someone and taking that split second to recognize you hit them as opposed to kind of thinking about it beforehand. I gotcha. So there's just a big component of 
getting used to that over time. Other than that, it was more running around the uh, free play arcade area. Uh, we got to see some of the cosplay, although we didn't go to the the, the actual event. The event, right? We, we did. We did walk by them. Yeah, they were there. Pretty cool. Some of them were actually really, really well done. There was a Sub Zero had a fatality with yeah. a scorpion, <laughs> scorpion head yeah. decapitated. That was pretty Very good. impressive. Uh, outside of that, yeah. That last PUBG match we watched was amazing. PUBG was, so far, I still got to say, the best spectator experience out of everything we've had. Yeah, no joke. That's absolutely it. So I'm certainly impressed with that. Uh, it's not really a game I play too much anymore, but it is still fun to watch. Uh, plan for tomorrow is uh, to get here at 11. So the plan is to get here at, yeah by 11 so we can see Tekken. Tekken 7 tournament or the finals. We want to see the Dragon Ball Fighters finals and then we want to see the StarCraft 2 finals. Uh, yeah. And probably we'll end up watching the PUBG finals. We'll probably too. watch a PUBG yeah. match of some kind. You can't miss it. It dominates the entire floor here. So, And there are some whole like ER free play area over there I've been eyeing that I kind of want to check out. Um, and a those parts we just haven't interacted with, even though we've been here for a long time. Yeah, it's actually huge, huge sections of this floor that we really haven't dedicated any time to at all. Today was mostly participating in fighting tournaments and then also watching. Yeah, there was a lot of that fighting game. I was playing fighting games till five thirty or six or something. Well, hopefully tomorrow we can break out and actually check out some of the smaller areas. Uh, I'd love yeah. to go back to the indie game section, too, and give us some more attention. Yeah, there were certain games I kind of want to try. I wanted to play Iron Oath while it's here, maybe. Yeah, not crash it. Like not I crash it. <laughs> Though, I kickstarted it, so at some point I'll have beta access anyway. Yeah. Maybe I'll just wait. Well, here you are using the new DLC characters for Dragon Ball Fighters. What do you think? They are different. Okay. Uh, which is good. They Dragon Ball Fighters suffers a little bit from homogenization of the character cast, so they need to branch out a little bit, and they do feel different from ten minutes of play, five minutes of play. Yeah. But it's always hard to get a feel for a fighting new fighting game character. What the hell is that? Maybe that's cool. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. <laughs> I assume it blocks project. Whoa! Oh. That's okay, but only in that distance. Interesting. Okay. That's cool. Oh, it's a, it's a I can follow up. It's a launch for combo, yeah. Yeah. Alright, well, that's us. I think we're about to call it and uh, check back in for day three. Sounds good. Alright. Bye. Bye. Yeah, it's a couple days. Alright, it's left at day, day three. Tekken 7. Got it for the, uh, the game of the entire time. <laughs> I'm, uh, Everybody needs Tekken. I'm only halfway through my coffee. Tekken 7. Chris is all the way through his Tekken. No, I haven't had any coffee. I'm just manufacturing excitement. Which means there's no actual thought process behind it. Manufacturing excitement is my favorite. I can have pure enthusiasm, but there's no intelligence. So who do we have playing right now? Huh? Who's playing right now? Kuma and Elisa. My girl Elisa. There you go. Doing, doing work. Alright, we're gonna watch this for a while and we'll get back to you. Yep. High quality podcasting. Yep. <laughs>
Street Fighter still going. Street Fighter's still going. Yeah. Alright, let's watch this one. If it's set. If it's saying we're gonna leave. One set. <laughs> For the last hour. Right, we just played another game. I think it sucks in one more game. One game. One more game. <laughs> now, there goes the one saying it's gonna leave it for the last hour and a half or three hours or whatever. Yeah. Alright, alright. We're gonna watch this one. We'll, we'll be right. Alright. We're leaving for real. We are in the middle of the free play arcade. Very tempting. I mean, we can get one game at NFL Blitz 2000, I guess. Oh, shit. Let's get out of here. Oh, man. <laughs> but we could play. Aaron, Aaron wants me to get home. She wants you to play NFL Blitz. <laughs> she wants you to rest if you were lying. She wants me to come home and eat cauliflower bites and watch a movie. Okay, Google. Should John go home or play NFL Blitz? What's it say? Hmm. Uh, it NFL Blitz 2000 FAQ. That's all it does, yeah. That's not gonna, that's not gonna help much. Hearthstone, we just walked past the Hearthstone yep. room. Well, they're still all in, by in, them. in my mouth. Yeah, they're all in there by themselves. The smell is unbearable. <laughs> you can probably smell it in the phone. What is it? We can sit at this table right here. No. Okay. <laughs> it's like a perfectly reasonable table. I mean, it's not the table we've always used. What's the D to B lounge? Uh, business to business. Does that include us? No. Are we doing right. businesses that we're businessing? Alright. So we sat down, we've left the hall, we're not going back in. We're not going back in? Nope. Oh no. Okay, let's go back in. <laughs> Alright, so let's that's, just think about it. I will say that I think the highlight for me today was the uh, StarCraft II tournament. Well, actually, I don't know, man. That's like the one thing I really wanted to do, and I never seen. Uh, that was an so that was an official tournament in the WCS series. It was a major event in yeah. the StarCraft, and we got to see the second top ranked player in the world, who's also the top ranked player in the U.S. or the non Koreans, sorry, right, the non Koreans. So we got to see him play, and the guy he went up against put up a really good fight. Um, yeah, they went four games to two. Yeah, so that was the thing I really wanted to see. Um, but I'll be honest, watching the Dragon Ball Fighters uh, tournament was super fun. I think Dragon Ball Fighters is the most fun I had today. Well, but PUBG was the best. PUBG is still like the oh, most right. fun spectator <laughs> event. Yes, we did catch another game of PUBG, and it is, I mean, they have 64 players in each four per cube and like eight, eight cubes aside in two tiers. It's fucking So we ridiculous. watched three matches of PUBG this week, and we watched one every day. We yeah. watched it was on Friday, it was twos, so instead of squads of four like we saw today and Saturday, there was a squad of two on Friday. A lot of squads of four was much better yeah. than the squads of two. Squads of two was fine and fun, but the four, you just had that extra dynamic, and you can clearly see teams working together, flanking around, performing mm -hmm. these crazy moves, going in these biker games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every biker games are hilarious. Every time, whenever anyone launched into the air, the entire crowd was like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of fun just with the vehicles and everything, so... PUBG was the most fun just to watch, and you were kind of glued the whole time. Yeah, it's good audience sport. It was a good audience sport. Sport game, video yeah, game. Yeah, esport thing. E uh, so I'd say that was, but Dragon Ball Fighters was my second favorite thing that we did this weekend as far as spectators. Yeah. Uh, the matches are just really fun to watch. It's like watching an episode of Dragon Ball. Yeah, you know, which I've never Stylistically. Which I've never watched. Well, now you'll know when you do watch it. That's like I feel like that's one of those things when somebody says like, "Oh, I haven't watched Dragon Ball Z." They're like, "What?" Yeah, right. Well, you know, you can. There's always things to grow on in your <laughs> life, and that's one of them. Clearly, 
I think uh, the just the spectacle of it all was cool. There's constantly action going on. Yeah, and I, I, I think we talked about this in an earlier recording. I've never seen a game blend like the animation and the fighting so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think part of it is also Dragon Ball Fighters. The last couple matches were really good. Yeah. Uh, compared to Tekken Seven, they were there were some more one-sided matches in Tekken Seven. Sorry, we did start the day watching the Tekken Seven with Tekken. finals. But I think Dragon Ball was more entertaining to watch. And we watched a little bit of Street Fighter yeah. and some of the Smash and Brawlhalla. That's because it was happening next to And just because it was kind of nearby. They weren't quite as fun. Yeah. S- Smash looked okay. I mean, I looked, at least the Wii U version looked a little bit yeah. more entertaining. But People seemed to do it. Brawlhalla seemed like budget Smash. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was glad not to be a part of that. All right. Otherwise... I'm tired. Yeah, that's what we did. I did buy Aaron this sweet little. I had to. I had to buy something from all these stores. Uh, mm-hmm. This so little. These are all horror movie characters. It's a. It's a. It's a keychain collectible uh, horror movie character. Okay. Figural key ring. Figural uh, key ring. That's literally what it says. The brand, I guess. Yeah. So she's either gonna get Pennywise the clown, Lydia from Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice himself, Freddy Krueger, Reagan from The Exorcist. Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, David from The Lost Boys, who loves that movie. But another Jason Voorhees, without the mask. I've never heard of, well, I've never seen The Lost Boys. And then this, this, uh, this is series two. Oh. So there's two exclusive. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Gotta collect them all. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> okay, neat. I think she's gonna like it. Yeah, that sounds fun. So, overall, pretty fun weekend. Yeah, I did, the people, the number of people streaming was ridiculous. Like I kept. You mean walking through the hall? Just like walking around with their little, you know, streaming streamer sticks hooked up to their phones, like broadcasting. And I walked past this. One, at one point, I walked past a group of like six people, and I, I want to say five of them all were streaming at that very moment while talking to each other while streaming. <laughs> and it was a very bizarre. It would be really cool to walk around, and if you could see people's stream count or uh, subscriber counts or yeah. how many people were watching them while they're walking around just to see how many people are I'm just going to try this thing out and how many people are actually relevant in the Twitch world well they had the whole Twitch booth it took me a few days to realize what the the fuck is going on but it's like it was that Twitch booth area had I don't know like 20 to 30 people who were just all streaming different games known streamers and yeah they'd be streaming live from the from the from DreamHack uh, and then they'd take breaks to like sign autographs which I also thought was super strange but there you go. I was actually wondering if any of the esports people would be signing autographs. If I, 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 when I was walking around, you, know, you see them just around all the people that you've been watching compete. Yeah. I kind of was expecting some people to be asking for an autograph or something, but usually it's just having a conversation with whoever. Yeah, I saw one dude. Normal. I saw one dude with a jersey that had a bunch of autographs on it. So I'm betting it was an esports team. Uh, but, I mean, I don't really know. There's probably a few people that go out of their way to yeah. autographs, which is <laughs> that's what they want. Not gonna lie, I felt old. This this <laughs> I wouldn't say I felt crazy old. Certainly, the average age is in the twenties, at least. Yeah, I'm trying to think how low to mid twenties. I was thinking low to mid twenties. Yeah, I think we got like a decade on the average. Well, there were people older than us. There were a few people our age and. I think the average age will slowly climb up at all these things. I mean, ultimately, I had it. I, had, I was sitting there. I was like, just like your brother, who's inspired to play fifteen different games when he goes home. <laughs> I was right. thinking, man, it would be fun to like 
really get good at one specific game and enter tournaments, and then I started thinking about it, I realized I don't have three months of summer vacation every year that I can sit in front of a computer and get that good. But you can still improve at something and have a reasonable showing, right? I mean, Maybe. I was pretty happy with what I did with Tekken. I've been playing that for a year, and I not only are people playing more than I am yeah. on a regular basis, but Tekken has been around for 20 years, 15 years, and so I'm catching up to all of that because Tekken has changed not a whole lot compared yeah. to, say, Street Fighter over the years. So there's this big element of, yeah, you can still improve and get better. And I think as long as you're improving on yeah. something and seeing results, it's still worthwhile. I'll say entering the tournament was super fun. So you know, next time around we do this again, I'm definitely going to sign up. Nice. So it's, it's a good time. It is a fun time. Yeah, we'll see where we are next year with this. Yeah. All right. Well, that's end of day three. The Hearthstone people are really starting to get rambunctious. I don't know what's That's impossible. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they, they, they're watching Hearthstone. There's nothing to get rambunctious about. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that's it from, from Dream, DreamHack. Let's go home. Let's do it. All right, this is John. This is Chris. Later. Bye.